Hey, y'all. It's Two Cups of Tea. It's Trudy here. And this is Tisha. Hey, what's going on? World of listeners, we are here, back on the mic with a brand new episode of Two Cups of Tea. Ain't that right, girl? That's right. So I just want to say that I have enjoyed the cup of tea that I have been sipping on since this morning. It is a wild berry zinger herbal tea by Celestial Seasonings that my husband prepared for me this morning with a touch of lemon that he put in it. And it is good. It's oh, delicious. Yes. Sweet. God, he's just, oh gosh. Go yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, he knows my voice can get a little strain in the morning. So he added the lemon to help me out. So, oh, because he, <laughs> your voice too deep for <laughs> Sometimes, wait, wait. Yes, it can sound like a frog, but it's okay. I'm going to start warming up my voice. It's all right. <clears throat> okay, go that ahead. That might girl. be a good idea because we do talk <laughs> a lot. That might be a good idea. So, I am uh, sipping on a tea that was sent to me by one of my very good friends with a note congratulating us on our podcast. So, thank you yes. to her. Thank you. And That's sweet. Yeah, that was very sweet. Um, it is Dominion Tea. It's a little tea um, company. And I'm drinking Martha's Mint. And it is organic peppermint and organic spearmint. And I am drinking it out of a cup from my co-host, Miss Tisha. <laughs> and the cup says, a sweet friendship refreshes the soul. So it is yes. sweet, right? Yes, it is. I mixed two friends. <laughs> See? You can do that. There's nothing wrong with can mixing friends. Yes, it is. So, girl, what's been up in your world since we last talked? Let's see. Well, I had a pretty good week. Uh, I am starting uh, a three-day uh, juice cleanse. Today is day one. Ooh. So it's a good thing we're talking early, kind of. So because I may <laughs> become a little hangry later, you know, hungry and angry. Because mm-hmm. as we know, I likes my foods. So. That's right. This is going to be hard for you, you think? Yeah, it's going to be challenging, I would say. I would say, yeah. When I was smelling the bacon this morning, I was like, ooh, Lord. (laughs) I love a piece of that bacon. (laughs) But let me drink this green juice. (laughs) Now, did you have to walk away or you were okay? I was okay because when you do a juice cleanse, I don't know if you've ever done one or anyone out there has ever done one. They advise you to prepare yourself at least, you know, three to four or five days in advance of it. So I've okay. been preparing myself. I haven't had any pork or any beef or anything really spicy. I've been eating very clean. The mm-hmm. only thing that I was still having was my caffeine because I need that, that cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. So I do miss that. And um, I may get a headache later due to not having it. So um, I'm leery about that. But all in all, I'm up for the challenge and I will report back to all our friends out there how Trudy survived the three-day juice cleanse. Yeah, I want to hear about it. I just need to know how it worked because if you said it worked well and you shedded some pounds and maybe you felt more revived or had a lot more energy, I would love to um, try that out myself. Okay, I'll keep you posted. Thank you. What's in your world? I wasn't feeling that well. Oh, Why? Hmm. I don't know. I think the day after um, Valentine's Day, I don't know. I woke up Monday not feeling the greatest. I kind of stayed in bed, rested. I think my body was just probably tired. And then Tuesday, I did work. I was off Monday rather for the holidays, but I did work on Tuesday and I felt better. Wednesday was much better. And then as the week you know, got towards the end, I, I was much better. But I think my body was just probably tired, just 
working and just doing all that I've been doing. And sometimes you know how God sits you down and says, okay, yes. your body is this way and you <laughs> yes, need to he do will. this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think it was just relax and unwind and um, don't do anything. Was, and so that's right. That's what he I did. sit you all the way down. Yes, when he you will. need to rest. And yeah, so that's good. You took heed to it and you're, you're all better. Yep. I, I feel like I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm, I'm pretty, pretty much there, maybe 95%, but I'll take that. So I am yeah. happy. 95 is pretty good. 95 yeah, is pretty is. good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is. Well, I'm glad you were able to come sip some tea and talk with me. Yes. I can't miss this episode of talking to my girl oh. about some tea on some friendship. Think about that. All righty. Friendship. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. So what so, is it, what do you think about when you think of, I guess, friend? Um, a lot comes to mind. I mean, I will say that I think, and we're all, I'm sure we've all said this or done this, but do you consider yourself a friend? Do you consider yourself a close friend? Maybe are you just an acquaintance to someone? Or do you really have like a best friend? I mean, best friends are more than one. Do you feel like you only have one? I don't know. That That's what I, that's kind of when I say the word friend. And I know we kind of just use that word, just friend, friend, friend. But what do you think you are to most? Do you feel like you have a lot of best friends or just close friends or acquaintances? Girl, the Trudy to Gabs <laughs> is like, huh, huh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I have a lot of, a little bit of everything. Okay. I, I would consider myself a people person. I've been told I don't meet any strangers. So now what, the, what those people that I'm saying fall in those groups, acquaintance, associate, close friend, best friend, uh-huh. friend, I should say, well, let me back up to say, I come from a big extended family. I have a lot of cousins that I talk to regularly. So I have people that cousins that are also my friends. I consider my cousins, my friends, uh-huh. besties. And then I have friends that I've met in many phases of my life, whether it's through my high school, like you, you know, how we met, or mm-hmm. if it's someone you met for when your children were small, your mom friends, so to speak, or activity friends, then you have work friends, then you have, I don't know, is the, should we be using the word friend? That's a good one. What about you? What do you? I'm like you. I mean, I have friends that I've met at work and I've been on my job for many years and I have ladies and and male friends that have been there for a very long time that I do consider a friend. Um, I know we can say co-worker, but yes, they are a co-worker, but they are still a friend. I do have co-workers that are just that. Then I have co-workers that are friends that I, you know, have been in their presence with their family, their friends, you know, I'd lean on, I talk to, we text, we talk, we email. And then I've met friends through church that even though we're not in person having church, mm-hmm. you know, yep. whether they're at, yep. right, whether they're still at the church or not, I still feel like there are a few people that I would call a friend. Um, again, we may not talk all the time, but I feel like if I needed something or had uh, a question to ask them or at their advice or anything like that, I can call on them. And then there are people that I've met through my husband that you know, I've become friends with. So I think it's a mixture, just like you said. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't go around and say, oh, I have an acquaintance. You know, I don't say that (laughs) word, 
but that might be what they are actually. Um, but when yeah, associate I, is acquaintance a different because what is an acquaintance is what someone that you've met and you may see them from time to time and you time, say, hey, exactly. you might giggle or two and that's it. There's no communication. Right. There's no exchanging. You haven't been to their house. You haven't been out with them. That's an acquaintance, right? Are we in agreement? That's what you consider an acquaintance. Right. No expectations of that person. Right. Yep. Yep. A friend is someone that you do have conversations with. It might not be every day. It might be every so often. You've done some outside activity with them. You may have been in their house or in their presence, may have met their family, but something about them deems you their friend. So maybe it's something that you shared that was personal. Is that, yeah. you, is that how you yeah. define a friend? Okay. Yeah, and someone whose company that I enjoy being with, speaking to, you know, um, yeah, I would say that defines a friend to me. Okay. So then the next one you mentioned was close friend. So close right. friend is we've had intimate personal conversations. You know that you've told them something that maybe no one else knows about you, or you may know something about them. Yeah, I'm trying to, what what differentiates a close, a close friend, friend and from a best, best friend? Right. Um I think they probably go together, but, and, you know, I think growing up, we always, you know, oh, she's my best friend. Oh, she's my best friend. And then, you know, right. later, you're not your, even your friend. So really were they <laughs> truly your best friend? Um, I, I really feel like saying someone is close is just as the same as being a best friend. Um, you have mutual respect and um, admiration for both, but I do feel like there may be things that I probably would tell a best friend, you know, such as you versus someone that's just close to me because mm -hmm. our closeness may be just having fun together, interacting with family and having that sort of friendship. But if I'm going through something or if I'm in need of something, let, let's just say, for example, financial, mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't go to a close friend versus a best friend. I think right. I would come to you saying, Hey T, you know, something's come up, share that, what that is, mm -hmm. you know, and say, I, you know, are you able to help me financially? I probably feel like I would probably, um, get, you know, a better response maybe from a best friend, but it's you not, would hope so, right? right. I would hope so. And it doesn't mean because we're best friends that people go around just giving money because we know about loaning I'm not <laughs> yeah, saying oh, that I need some money <laughs> yeah and I'm not saying that I would only go to a best friend right. versus a close friend but based on my friendships in the past those that I have leaned on the hardest have been what I would consider more of a best friend okay that yeah. makes sense yeah because isn't the whole the whole thing of is that you have whether the person is a close friend or a best friend, you're friends with them because something in them, is there's something about them that you're attracted to. So may, could be their spirit, their, their personality, mm -hmm. the way they talk to you, the things y'all have in common. Cause that's really what a friend is. Someone that's adding to your life. Right. And you're exactly. adding to their life. Well, that's right. What, that's what, how I look at it. Right. So best friend and close friend. Yeah. I have, I guess I do. I don't know if I use those words so much. And if I had to say I had best friends, I probably could count how many best friends I have mm -hmm. close friends, you know, mm -hmm. let's say I have several 
probably more than my 10 fingers of close friends, but best mm -hmm. friends. Yeah. I don't, I could, I could narrow that down. They know yeah. who they are. I don't need to name folks. Don't be calling right. my house or texting me <laughs> after you hear this episode, asking me, which one are you? You know right. who you are. <laughs> right. And I think they know they don't even probably have to say, am I, you know, we're not trying to have this episode to <laughs> have people wondering what type yeah. of friend they are to yes. us. But, um, so when you think about a friend, what, what sort of qualities, traits do you look for in a friend? I mean, well, I want someone who's, as I had said on our previous, I think our first episode, honesty is very important to me. Loyalty, mm -hmm. trustworthiness, someone that likes to have fun, mm -hmm. that has some, some spirituality about them. They are a decent human being. I mean, I could go on. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and in that, I'm not just talking about females, although I don't have as many male friends as I probably had when I was younger, right. I think. But yeah, it definitely could be like, you know, you have friends that at your office or where you work that may be male. You might've worked with them for several years and they're your friends. They're the person if something happened in the office, hey, can you help me out with my car? Or you went to lunch with that person just mm -hmm. because you really like talking to them. And with friends, you want someone that you can learn from, right? That they're exactly. No, that's true. They want to. You want a friend that will add value to the friendship. Exactly. Offer, you know, change and have a chance to be invited into their world. I love right. that I have diverse friends. Right. Um, you know, different cultures. I love learning because I didn't. I would say growing up, I didn't have a lot of diverse friends. Um, so as I became an adult, and I really learned this through my job and then church, having those different types of friends with different backgrounds and cultures have allowed me to understand and appreciate and see how their lives are versus how I've grown up. And I will say learning so much about them has really changed my whole you know, like certain foods, I didn't grow up on just eating, you know, we ate the normal chicken, uh, potatoes, you know, just normal American food, which is nothing wrong with that. But as I got to get, have better friends with different, not better friends, but have friends with different cultures, it allowed me to taste their foods and, mm -hmm. and you know, widen my horizon of different right. foods um, from different um, backgrounds. So that's why I, I think I love to eat more because I get a chance to. to, to That's not it. You're just greedy. <laughs> no, I became greedy, girl. I no, you was greedy, greedy when I met you. What are you talking? <laughs> okay, well then um, I'm greedier. Okay, I agree with you. Like unlike you, I grew up with pretty diverse. My mom always was very. She, my mom is very. Anyone that knows my mom, she's very has a big personality, and she's always mm -hmm. been open. And yes, was once she became an adult one of her own she liked being free and being able to meet and do things you know whatever you know tickled her fancy so to speak so we mm -hmm. always had all types of people around with yeah, yeah I've had a variety and culture of all types of food and been exposed to all types of people so yeah yeah and she and passed that love a... down to her kids so yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> no and I love that because I remember coming to a quite a bit of your functions and you know the food was just oh you could tell in her cooking the types of food that she cooked right. that there was diversity. So I enjoy that. But growing up, yeah, we didn't have that. So become an adult, you you do learn a lot. So I, I like that I've 
gotten a chance to um, be in someone else's world. Yeah, uh, that's nice, right? Stepping into someone else's world and mm-hmm. opening your eyes to something new. You might've looked at something one way and was like, wow, so that's why. Actually, I can tell you a quick little story if you have time mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> one of my very, very, one of my best friends, I will call her my best friend because she is one of those. Her and I met in sixth grade. And I think you know this, Tisha, but every Tuesday, mm-hmm. okay. Tuesday in my house. <laughs> yes, the it is, first y'all. Time... Wait, wait, wait. Every... <laughs> Let me just interject. This girl and her family has Taco Tuesday <laughs> Every Tuesday for the last what? Oh, I, I I don't know. At least a year. I mean, we're into probably nine or 10. I mean, yeah, it's been a while. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) It's been a while. So we had our, uh, this friend and I had our first taco in sixth grade by a friend that we met and we, she, we were at lunch and she, we saw her eating this thing in a yellow little <laughs> shell and meat. And we're like, what's that? And she said, a taco. We're like, a taco? She's like, yeah, it's good. And we're like, well, can you bring us one? Sure enough, she brought two tacos to school and me and my mm. friend, we chomped down and I have loved tacos. <laughs> Actually, Tisha and I have a love for tacos. We used to eat those yes. together back in the day. Yes, we would leave school, go to your house and cook yes. a whole pound of taco, of hamburger meat and eat the whole pack of tacos (laughs) (laughs) so I've always had a love for Latin Latin food I love Cuban I love Central America I love like I love it all I like things spicy and seasoned and yeah taco Tuesday is a big deal in my house okay your mouth is getting watery I can tell (laughs) well you know I'm hungry (laughs) I'm on this juice thing girl let me stop talking about it back to the friendship on a tangent Trudy Oh, girl, we were talking so about funny. diversity in friendships. So yeah, diversity yes. in friendships and how that's great to have that as an aspect of any friend that you have that you can, that can add to your life. So it's important that you do have friends that, that bring something to you. And then I mm-hmm. think it's amazing that you may have never, you didn't know this person and you meet someone and now you can't imagine not knowing them. Like you can right. hardly remember it, the lines become blurred and you'd be like, girl, remember so-and-so? And you'd be like, uh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or you have those friends that you're always, you know, texting or talking to about certain things. Like I have a friend that I haven't known her too long, but she's a, a good, good friend, a good, good, good girlfriend. Actually, mm-hmm. we call each other a friend, you know, like if you see her in a nice outfit, you'd be like, girl, friend, you looking sexy. Or mm-hmm. you want to tell her something on point, friend, and you stressing that friend, like F-R-E-E-N, friend, like mm. friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but now that you've met this person and you talk to them all the time, you're like, wow, like, what was I doing before? Like, you know how you can meet someone? It doesn't happen that often that you meet someone and it's like, boom, click. You click. Your relationship yeah. click. You have, this, you have this, the same thoughts. You finish in each other's sentences. You might say mm-hmm. a corny joke that you think only you know. That person knows it. You're like, what? what? But yeah, I have someone that I met like that. And I just think it's so funny. But I love that. Do you think we expect too much from our friend? We do. Do yeah. you? I think that... I have learned over the years to not set my expectations. You you cannot expect someone to be the friend to you that you are to them. You have to receive the way that they view friendship. 
And that might've been a lot to say a little. So if I've confused you out there and Tisha, let me back it up to say- Break it down. I'm gonna break it down for you. So if you are my friend, if I consider you one of my friends, I'm very serious about a friendship. And that means that if you need me, it's without a doubt, I'm gonna be there for you. If you ask me to do something, I'm gonna do it. There's no hesitation. I may think about something that you didn't, you tell me something, I'll check back in with you. I wanna Uh know what this is like. Like I really view it. And so because I'm that type of friend, there was a period in time where I thought that other friends should be that way with me. But you can't expect people to be who you are. You have to let them be who they are. And then maybe in time, they will become that type of friend, or maybe they've never had a friend like you. So they don't know how to receive all that, the encouraging and the love and the support that you're giving them because they've never had that. They're like, well, she's doing too much. You know, you know, people say, oh, this, she's doing too much, but Mm -hmm. no, you're not doing too much. That's who I am. So, and that's okay. So, so I had to learn that I had to learn that. And then once I stopped expecting people to respond the way that I was responding, then it was like, okay, it's cool. You, you, you should always do things anyway, without looking for something in return. Not that I was looking for something in return, but just if you share something with someone, you don't want to have to hide your wins, right? You don't want to always tell someone about your losses. I should be able to tell you about my wins and know she got me. She's with me. Right. Mm -hmm. But when they have a win or if you have a win, they say, okay. And then they go on to their thing because they don't care about your wins. Right. You were talking about a loss. They're all down for the loss. (laughs) Right. See, that's where the supportive part comes into play as well. I mean, I totally agree with exactly what you just said. And um, I feel like those friends that I hold dear to my heart, you know, that are close, that I don't feel like they expect too much from me, or at least I've not been told that. And I would hope, you know, as we all grow and mature, that if there was an issue or problem, that you should be able to come to me to say, look, you know, you said this, I didn't like it, or, you know, did you mean this, or I didn't appreciate you saying this, or whatever, or my feelings were hurt. You know, it's nothing wrong with a girlfriend saying, you know, that hurt my feelings, because I always feel like if, how will someone know if you don't share it with them? And then when we start assuming that's how friendship starts, you know, they start going down the toilet. You haven't talked to your friend in a year because all of us of an assumption and we all Mm -hmm. know what assuming does. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I'm a communicator. I've always been one, or at least I feel like I've always been one. So if something is, I kind of do it like this. If it's on my mind to where I keep thinking about it, then that means it's important enough for me to have that conversation with that person. So if you've done something to me or said something to me, or I just need clarity, then I'm going to reach out and say, Hey, and X, Y, Z, get your dialogue. We talk it through or whatever. And then I always pretty much walk away with a, ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So I was glad that I, you know, had that conversation. That's how I like to do. Cause I don't want to assume, you know, these friends that I, we hold dear to our hearts, you know, they're, like you said, they're here for a reason. And, you know, we all going through something and I know there are some friends who share less, so I can't expect, you know, them to share more than what they're willing to share. Doesn't mean that I'm not considered a friend to them. Um, But for me, I can be private, but at the same time, I like to share. Why not share? So, 
and I, and I don't just share with the world. I don't get on social media and share. I feel like if I have something that I really need to share that is deep to me or concerning to me, then I'm going to go to that trusted friend of mine, whether it's a best friend or a true friend, it's a friend. Right. Yeah. And that's how it should be. I, yeah, that was a good point you made that you're able to go and get clarity or if something happened, you want to go back and follow up. I'm trying to, I'm sure I have done that, but typically I'm going to probably say it right then. I'm one of those uh, blurt, I'm going to blurt it out. I'm probably mm-hmm. not going to hold it because if if it comes back to me later, in other words, if it's troubled me that, that I'm still thinking about it, then it's probably not going to be a good conversation. So it's oh, best okay. for me to, get it out when it is happening so I can let it go. Cause if right. I'm going back to think about it and come back to you, yeah, nine times out of 10, it's not going to be good. I'm also going to be that friend. If say we had a conversation and I thought it was fine. Cause some people are, you know, they have to process things and they have to come back to you later. Right. So say you might've said something and you didn't realize it, but the person never comes to tell you. But then mm-hmm. you don't talk, they don't call, you call them, mm-hmm. they don't call you. You say, oh, they may be busy, you call them again, they don't call you. And then they call, oh, okay, I'm not going to call you anymore. So right. when you get around to it, you'll call me back. But again, like you said, no one knows if you've hurt them or disappointed them if you don't tell them. Now right. I get some people are not communicators. So in that case, then probably the friendship is probably going to be diminished or over because you haven't, you haven't told that person that there's a problem. The other person doesn't know. So what, what happens? Right. They don't reach out. Yeah. I I feel like those that you reach out to, um, you know, it's not the tit for tat. Yeah. Do you hope your friend would reach out and say, Hey, how's it going? How, you you know, everything okay in your world? How's your family? You would hope that that friend does that, but I don't want that to be the definition of our friendship because this person didn't text me in two weeks or three weeks. Um, okay. Well, you know what? I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're in a period of, of something and they just can't talk or I don't know. So I do try to still consciously make the effort to reach out and um, just check on them. Even if I've not heard back from them, because I remember having a friendship years ago And someone told me, and I think this is probably why I do what I do, but she told me, half sister, but still nonetheless, she's my sister. She said to me, if if it means that much to you, then say something. If the relationship doesn't because of whatever situation, then let it go. And I said, okay. So there was one friendship that I had to let go during that period of time because I didn't feel like the value of that friendship was that important for me to reach out back to her because of what had happened. Mm. And I, I didn't, I didn't have regrets. Um, but if I'm close to you, like if we were to have a fallout right now, Trudy, I would reach out to you because it would mm-hmm. be hurting me that we're not talking. Right. So, and I get the whole, you know, we all have friendships through a season for a reason, you know what right. it is. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship. <laughs> right. <laughs> so someone comes in your life, may just be for that season. Right. And it was the right season. It's okay. They were there for you when you needed right. them. Right. And if things have moved on, let it be. Did you learn something from it? Did you have a good time during that friendship? That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. That is so true and so mature. And it is. And mm-hmm. you don't have to regret being friends with that person. Like you said, you don't mm-hmm. have any regrets in the relationship, but Right. It was no, it was no longer providing you what you needed. Right. 
That's probably exactly. why the, the relationship ended. Right. So, yeah. Now, if the person would have reached back out to you or if the person reached out to you now, what would you do? Well, that's a good question. Um, Cause time has passed. I, I think I would be okay with that. I mean, things happen, life changes and it wasn't so bad that, you know, that I would just, you know, think of her as not of a being a person. I would hope that the friendship relationship would be built sort of new, not going through what happened in the past mm. and bring up anything. If, if I felt that the friendship was going to be genuine and that it was just about us and not adding other people on the outside, I would welcome that friendship. But mm-hmm. if I felt it was going to be toxic and hashing out things of the past, I don't need, I wouldn't need that. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, not, I wouldn't want that actually. So in, in this discussion we're having about friends, do you think that, well, we've talked about, I guess, labels, right? We've labeled like acquaintance and mm-hmm. close friends and best friends and just friends. Mm-hmm. Do you think there are levels of friendship? Oh, boundaries. This is a good one. Boundaries. Do you think there should be a boundary in a friendship? So an example, you and I are best friends. We can say that she said that I said that. And do you think that I can ask you anything without you going, wait a minute, Trudy's going to a little bit too far. Is there anything that's off limits? Is there anything that's off limits in this friendship? Wow. That's a deep question. That's a good one. Is there anything off limits? Well, I wouldn't expect you as a friend, whether we're close besties, as you said, we're Velcro. I wouldn't expect (laughs) you, I wouldn't expect you to call me and share all of your friendship things that's going on with another friend of yours. So it's one thing, like if you were to call me and just say, hey, I have a friend, you know, give a little scenario and then ask for advice, I give it, that's fine. But I wouldn't expect you to like talk about your friend to me. And because it would, it, I'm going to, it would make me say, well, geez, if she's talking about her like this, who is she talking about to me like this? I wouldn't want the, um, yeah, I don't know how to say it, but I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. I, other you wouldn't, than you that, wouldn't want me to call you. So when I was talking about an, uh, another close friend, you wouldn't want me calling you and be like, girl, let me tell you what my friend, you're saying, I could tell you something because maybe I'm struggling with something, but you wouldn't yes. want me to get into any details about this person and their personal business. That's what you're saying, right? right? Exactly. Because it's I don't want to feel like you're talking bad or talking about that friend because then it would make me kind of question, well, is this really a friend? Again, asking advice or saying, hey, I'm, you know, a friend of mine is going through this. You don't have to even say names because, you know, even though I may know some of your friends, I wouldn't say, well, what friend are you talking about? You're just Mm -hmm. talking and sharing. If you decide to share that friend's name, that's fine too. But yeah, I don't want to feel like it's a gossiping thing. Like you're talking bad about your friend because it would, make me question our friendship, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. But the other thing actually I was also referring to is like, if I said to you, Tisha, tell me exactly how much money that you and your husband have in the bank. Are you? Oh yeah. If I like, would you feel like that's pushing like, okay, you don't need to know all of our business. Like, well, if you got this amount of money in the bank, do you think that you can take this amount of money and we can go ahead and start booking our next girl's trip? Like if I said that to you, would you tell me, would you be like, uh, that's none of your business. Or would you be like, well, we got, you know, 25,000, blah, blah, blah. I mean, what would you, (laughs) I don't think so. I, I kind of feel like, I don't, 
always feel like I want to, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. So even though we're besties, I wouldn't be like, uh, girl, that's none of your business. I wouldn't probably say that. I would be like, um, may not share how much we have, but <laughs> we, we, we could do this trip or let me know okay. more about it. Or we may have to budget accordingly, et cetera. But I don't think I would just blatantly come out and just say, that's none of your business. Okay. Um, you, but see, we're too, we're so different and we're so to get unique and we're so the same. You are blunt. You're to the point. Like my husband, mm-hmm. he is no chaser. He says what he got to say. And that's it. I'm more the, Oh, you know, I want to make sure I don't say it the wrong way, or I will get my point across. Don't get me wrong. I, I will have that c- conversation if I need to, but my first reaction would not be uh, mind your business or that's none of your business. I would answer it, but in a way that I'm not telling you my business. So then I came back, well, girl, why are you not really telling me? Is there a problem? Because I, the reason why I bring this up, me and a cousin friend of mine always have this conversation about boundaries and that you can be the closest of friends, you can be the best of friends, but you know your, and if this person is the best friend, you know their Achilles heel or their vulnerability or where they're flawed. So would you ask them something that may not be showing them in the best light or make them feel a certain way? No. Like an example no. is I make jokes about what oh, I was called. Well, that's not a, I can, I can pretend like it's a flaw, but when I was in junior high school, it'd be like big booty Trudy. Okay. <laughs> and actually one of our other friends calls me BBT for big booty Trudy. Right. But it mm-hmm. doesn't bother me like, oh my God, but I, right. mean, I didn't have a big booty. So that was just picking up my name, Trudy, not because I had a big booty, but anyway, <laughs> Is going down. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> or something. Here's another point. Okay. But would that be something that if you kept teasing me about that and you know, it bothered me, well, you know, when to stop, like that's your boundary. Okay. I can do yeah. one joke about it. I can do two jokes about it, but I'm not going to do five jokes about it because that's right. crossing a boundary. Now she's going to come out and be like, Oh, you call me big booty Trudy. I'm going to show you what big booty Trudy going to do. I'm going to knock right. you out. Yeah. Type then- of thing. Then it goes to more, that's being a little disrespectful because okay, I, right. you know, that that's when you're crossing, like you're not even taking my thought, how I feel about this in consideration. A joke is a joke, but I know like growing up, my mom, like I could play with her and talk, but when she said Tisha and she gritted her teeth, like I knew, okay, no more playing Tisha. When she stopped <laughs> calling me fatty, yes, my nickname for my mom is fatty. When she stopped <laughs> calling me that and she said Tisha, that was like, okay, time out, Tisha, no more joking. She means serious business. So yeah, I would not cross that line. And I don't go around asking my friends about their financial business because one, it's none of my business. And yeah, I don't want you asking me about my financial unless I choose to share it. Like if I say, Hey T, you know, I got this in my 401 or what do you think I should do or diverse my portfolio? That's different. Right. But I just don't go around asking any of my family, friends, anyone about their financial position. Right. So that's the whole thing, like knowing again. So when we when we use that term, you know what when you say friend, you know what you can and cannot say to a person. So that's another right. thing. I just was wondering what you thought about boundaries. But yeah, there are different levels of friendship, you know. You and I know for me, I have all types of groups of friends. And I do do you ever mix friends? Well, I said earlier, I mixed with the T's in the cup, but I mean, really mixed friends, physically mixed friends together. I'm sure I have in the past, probably more at a function like a shower of mine or, you know, when I got married or baby shower. I don't 
entertain a lot. So I don't feel like I've been in the position to where I've had a mix of friends. Now I've had a few things and I, I would say I had a mix of friends. They all didn't know each other, which is fine. I, I think that's healthy to have a mix of friends. One, it kind of invites you into your, you know, oh, what, if I'm your friend, I kind of want to know what friends you're hanging around with. Do we have things in common? Maybe we don't. Maybe I will learn from this friend. Maybe I'll become a friend of your friend. And I know sometimes friends don't like that. There are some friends that are jealous and they don't want you to be a friend of their friends. Like if I'm your friend, Trudy, and I met a friend through you and I started texting her, would you have a problem with that? Mm -mm, because how would you, if you got her number, she must have given it to you. Why would I have right. a problem with that? But some people are funny like that. But I mean, I would, if you, you, know, if you said to me, if you met her through me and you said, Trudy, can I have her phone number? I would ask her first. I wouldn't just right. give out. I don't give out people's numbers. Don't call me, mm -hmm. ask them for no one's number. Cause I'm going to be mm -hmm. like, I know you need to, I would always go to the person and see if it's okay. But yeah, no, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And that sometimes happens. You can meet someone through somebody else and realize, exactly. oh, wow. Me and this person have a lot in common or they know someone else that I know. Or it right. could be just sharing information. Might not be like wanting to be their best friend, but you might just want to right. share information with them for whatever reason. So, And I think we've all probably done that at some point. I'm sure, or another. I'm sure. But I, I do think um, sharing friends, nothing wrong with that. It's, um, and even having friends with different interests, it's, it's very healthy to have a friend, you know? Oh, definitely. Yeah, Definitely. to broaden your yeah. horizons. And again, like we said, so you can learn. Yeah. You want Nothing people in your life that. who are adding to it. You should add to them and they should add to you. If they're just taking, then maybe that's not the right friend either. Mm -hmm. so we all want to think about. I'm hoping that I'm making you better in some form, shape or form. Uh, of course. And, you of know, of course. So, of course. Friendships. Oh, there's so, so many. I know. Well, I'm going to tell you a couple of things why I like you so much. And then we can wrap up the, <laughs> the friend conversation. Don't get all mushy, Tisha. Don't start, you okay. know. Hold on. Let me go get my tissue. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> um, I like you because now we had this discussion before when you said you were uh, an introvert and I, I got it. I understand it. But I always liked you because I felt like you were direct and you, you, you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And you're also very encouraging and always like, um, I don't know. It's like, I feel like if I tell you something, even if you don't agree with my approach to it, you're going to listen to what I say, then offer your thoughts. And then obviously I'm going to do what I feel is best for me. But typically when you're talking to someone, you already know what you want to do about something. You just mm -hmm. want someone to bounce it off of. And you're just always mm -hmm. have been, you're, you're not judgmental, always been the same, just, just a nice person. And you're so pretty. And Thank I you. hate when I say that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and you're, and you're a short hair girl for those who may not know, but she'll cut her hair yes. at the of an eye and will shock will you and it. be like, oh my God, all around nice, nice woman. So yeah. Thanks team. So are you. I know when we first met, I, I felt like you were my, um, you were my girl, girl. Like I didn't have a whole lot of friends going to the high school that we went to. And so never that popular girl, which didn't bother me, but I don't know. We just, when you talked about friends that just gel really quick, very fast, mm -hmm. I just feel mm -hmm. like that's what we did. We were two different people, had two different lifestyles. Like you said, you came from a family that was large and your, 
diversity and your 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 um, friends. I was a total opposite, but there was something about us that just clicked and it has mm-hmm. not stopped since. You know, you bring humor. I don't care what is going on. I'm not joking. I know that I can get a laugh and we need to laugh. And yeah, I, I love it when we talk, I, you bring, I, I feel like I learned something new about you and something in the world every single time we talk. I feel like you what? bring that knowledge. I'm not joking. I, you, I feel like you bring that knowledge base to me where I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I know I said it probably in this episode or the last episode. You share things that I had no idea about. Um, you're trustworthy. I know that I can come to you and I can talk to you. I can ask you. I could, I, I don't know, your family. I can come in your family and just feel warm and welcome. Um, you're a great host. I mean, I know we talk about <laughs> I food try. all the time, but you, you do it up. I, I feel like if I said tea, I want to plan something that you're going to give it your all. You're going to put your thought in it, your skill sets in it, and you're going to do it out of love and friendship, not out of, oh gosh, she's asking me to do this. I don't want to do this. You, you, I feel like you go that extra mile for your family and friends, you know, people look up to you and you do it, you know, from the heart, you know, it's one thing when you do stuff and you start complaining about it. And it's like, okay, well, if you want to complain about it, don't do it. Not saying that the work itself doesn't get you like, right. oh gosh, what did I, that, that's, that's all the time if we do stuff like that. But what I'm saying is, I feel like if I were to come to you with anything, you're going to give me your best. Always, oh, definitely, no matter what. Definitely. And you always help me when I have these little parties I want to do. And I'm like, ah, uh, can you design something? <laughs> <laughs> the last one you helped was from my, uh, my mom's birthday. Mom's. Yeah, yeah for you did the invitation. Yeah, that was fun. And then we those are fun things. Cake. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, but yeah, just, so, love you, girl. Well, thank you, know you Tisha. Thank you. Love welcome. you too. Thank you. So, girl, we should tell the group of people. The group. Is it five of y'all listening? I don't know. <laughs> it's more than five. <laughs> yeah, girl. But I want to tell you. <laughs> Five fun facts about me. Do you think they can guess what they are? Uh, some might. And you know some what? Might. I'm sure a lot of people, they will not know these things about you or me. So go ahead and share them five fun facts. Okay. And they're not in any order, meaning one is better than the other. It's just how it's rattling off my brain. I'm a reality TV buff. There is not a reality TV show, probably except the 600 pound wife or pimple popper that I have not watched or will watch. I love some good reality TV. Actually, yeah, this week I watched what? Basketball Wives. I watched Love and Marriage Huntsville. I watched The Bell Collective. Those Jeez. are the ones I watched this week. Yeah, I'm, I love reality TV. And I know people like, why are you watching that trash? Guess what? It's entertainment, people. <laughs> Do you watch but the I mean, ink or whatever? The um, ink? The tattoo? Yes, yes. I okay. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. this dates back to when it first, I've been watching them for a long time. So wow. across, I mean, there's shows that I've watched that I still, you know, look up and Google the people, wonder where they are. Yeah, I really like mm-hmm. it. And I watch all the housewife franchises, all of them, every single mm. one from New Jersey to Atlanta, to OC, to Dallas, to Miami when it was on, to DC when it was on, to New York, all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, that's new. I did not know that. Keep it yes. going. 
Yes. And I'm a coffee lover. Love me a good hot cup of Java. And girl, I had none a day. Uh -oh. <laughs> I miss it, but I love coffee. I love my Kona coffee and the coffee from Hawaii. I love Cuban coffee. And I just, and I like Folgers too, or Starbucks. I love coffee, big mm -hmm. coffee drinker. Um, I'm, I'm the middle child. My mom had three kids. I was the middle and the only girl. So I'm special, not the average <laughs> kind. <laughs> there she go with that singing, y'all. <laughs> and I attended an HBCU. And for those who don't know what those that acronym stands for, it stands for Historically Black Colleges and University. And, oh, another fun fact, when I went away to college, guess who went with me? Tisha. Hi. Do you remember that road trip? I do. <laughs> See? And always I'm also, a good time. Always. And I'm a 90s hip hop lover, which I told you guys, but I like, you know, even from the 80s, hip hop, the hip to the hip to the hip, hip hop, hip hop. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's my five fun facts. You up, T? <laughs> okay, that was fun. And I did learn some new things. So great. Well, I don't know who will know this, but here are my five fun facts. My dream vacation is Bora Bora. Woo! I don't, I don't know. I just look at the pictures. I look at the blue, pretty water. I just want to go there. And hopefully, maybe one day we will get there, whether it be a family trip or just me and the hubby. But I would love to go to Bora Bora. Um, two, I have been employed on my job. It will be 33 years come Ugh. April. On I the remember same when you job. got that job, the same yes. job. I can't even I imagine. Would. I've had like, I don't know, 10 jobs since. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yes, I was 19 when I walked through the doors of where wow, I am employed with. And um, yeah, 33 years in April. So exciting. Um, I just take it as a blessing. Like, Lord, you yes. have kept me here and I thank you. And I'm still there. So yes, I love 60s, 70s, and 80s R&B music. Give me any old school. I mean, I just give me the Temptations. Give me uh, oh, Anita Baker. Give me um, Earth, oh, the, Wind, and Fire. Words, oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Give me, um, what is her, my favorite? Is um, Stephanie Mills. Oh, yeah, I, I love Stephanie Mills, I too. love, uh, what's her name? I yeah, love Stephanie Mills. Phyllis Hyman, I, I do like her. She's not one of my favorites, but I, I do like her. Angela Wimbush, did you like her? Oh, Mickey Howard, I love Mickey Howard. Mickey, love Angela Bofield. management. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can go She'll on and on She'll start popping her fingers, y'all. She'll be popping them. Yes. And I always say, this is my song. And my mom would say, Tisha, is every song your song? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is my song. I love it. I can listen to it all day long, hit repeat and keep listening. Keep listening. But yes, I love that music. I have a heart for the elderly. And I'll say quickly, I didn't really grow up with, um, I mean, my, my mom had her mom, I had grandparents, but I don't, they weren't as close as I would like them to have been. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like friends and family of, um, that have grandparents in their lives or had them that added value and they just miss them and they talk about them. Yes, Those are the yes. things that I miss that I don't, I didn't get. So when I talk to elderly people, like for my church, if we go visit a senior citizen place and, you know, we have a little function and we do nails and we just talk to them, I just, that touches my heart. So I do mm -hmm. have a heart for the elderly. 
And the last thing is I have two, uh, five tattoos and three of them have my children's name on them. Wow. Do I know that yep. you have five? Maybe. Yeah. I have one. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting I, another one. I'm working on getting a, my, my brother is supposed to be designing that. He's been saying that for forever, but we just talked oh, about it. Nice. Again. So I think we know what we're going to do, but I'm not looking forward to the pain because I got that tattoo like over 30, um, over 20 years oh, ago. Oh yeah. That, I mean, it, it kind of hurts, but for those that have tattoos, you, you, they are addictive. So you get one, you want another one. So I do want more. I want me and the hubby to get a, a spouse hubby tattoo. I want us to get one, one too. I want our date in Roman numerals that we got married. My husband ain't yes. down for it. He's like, I don't do what? tattoos. I'm like, why? I don't oh, do tattoos. My gosh. I said, get your ears pierced. I don't do that either. Oh, my husband has his ear pierced. Yeah, he, need to talk. He, he only... my husband need to talk to your husband. But yeah, I definitely want that. I want it in Roman numerals. I'm like, I want to do it. So I'm going to keep working on it. Oh, yeah. Keep I'll doing keep it. I have, a, I have a sister tattoo. So me and my sister have our year our, that we were born tattooed on our legs. And I have a cross with my son's name. Mm-hmm. And I just got the two girls' names on my arm when I turned 50. That was a birthday treat that I wanted to do um, two years ago. So I love them. I I do want more. I will be getting more. Mm -hmm. So okay, I I learned that Bore Bore is your dream vacation. I knew you had those tattoos and I do remember you getting the last one. So I guess I Mm -hmm. didn't know you had five tattoos. I didn't know about the love for the elderly. So that's something new that I learned. This is Mm -hmm. good. You know, we should do this every so often, come up with five fun facts. Yeah, because we always learn something new. We always learn something new. Friends, that's what friends do. Sounds good. All right, girl. I think we have talked enough tea. So we will leave you with what friend will you share a cup of tea with this week? Go out and enjoy. Sounds good. Until the next time, two cups out. I'm Trudy. And I'm Tisha. Yeah.